everything that I would have done, it is working out so much better because he is doing it his way. And so I feel like it's just preparing us. Hey community, for this episode, I had the privilege to interview the band Kane. Kane is a new band. They came out with their first EP of Christian music in March, and they just released a cover of the song Never Lost from Elevation Worship as well, and it's so good. So make sure you check out Kane's music and enjoy this interview and getting to know them better. Hi! Hi! Hi. Hello! How's it going? Great. How are you, man? Good. I'm Derek. Hi, Derek. Taylor, Madison, look. All right. Great to meet you. Great to meet you, man. Thanks for letting us do this with you. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for hanging out. Just wanted to get to know you guys. I know you just came out with an awesome cover. Talk about that. And yeah, it's exciting. But maybe just to get started, just tell us about yourselves. I believe you're all siblings, right? We are. We are siblings. Uh, I'm the youngest. There are only three of us. That is kind of a common question. We were born three in three years, oldest, middle, youngest. And Kane is our last name, which is probably the the most frequently asked question. Um, We're not super big Old Testament murder fans. (laughs) We just uh, were born with it. So raised by two pastors in North Alabama. And so worship leading is so very near and dear to our heart and really I would say all along our journey, it is the reason we're still doing music at all. We started there yeah, and then we can get to this part later perhaps, but there was a dip in the middle where we were all sort of ready to, to move on and, and God made a way for us to, to be in a worship band again here in Nashville. And that was really what sustained us. So yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> so you got started in the church because of your parents. Oh, yes. 100%. Did you start playing music at a young age at church as well? Like, have you always enjoyed playing music together, or is it newer? Oh, yeah. it's uh, there is. Um, I, t- I guess you were the first, Taylor. You could start off talking about learning. Well, we just went home, like, a couple of weekends ago and watched some home video stuff, and we are all three on stage. I was 11 playing acoustic in the front with like a Britney Spears microphone on. Um, Madison was playing bass and Logan was on drums and we're all a year apart. So I mean, 10, nine. So it, it really is like because of our dad, because of the church, we were, I think we learned even faster because if they needed somebody to step in and play, we were like, okay, we're ready. Think about the, the privilege of not only learning how to make chord charts for your adult band that you're leading and getting, you know, you're learning all these skills, but also we're doing drama. We're having, I'm posting, I'm giving the speech before the offering. So it really does just like prepare you for We were, we were fully immersed in yeah. culture at a young age. It kind of felt like showbiz too, <laughs> yeah. like at the church. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool to get started so young. Um, just being able to be like already used to being on stage when you're 11 and you're probably like, eh, why is this a big deal? Like I'm just on stage. Who cares? Yeah, yeah true. Uh, yeah. That's great. So you've always enjoyed playing music together. How did you get started as like a band? When did that start? When you're like, we're going to actually like take this outside of just worship leading on Sundays. Yeah. Well, so we were in college and so we, I mean, we just went to college. We, it was not even a conversation of like, how, let's do music for a living, but that was, that's not really a common thing from Hartsville, Alabama. So we, we went to college, we went together, we shared a place, and we were 
We heard about this competition to open for Dave Barnes if you upload uploaded a YouTube video. And so the day before the competition, we just we threw one in and long story short, we ended up winning that competition. So our very first show as a group was at Workplay Theater to open for Dave Barnes. So, nice. so no. we, we didn't even have, we hadn't written any songs. Yeah. We were supposed to play originals and we were like, what's that? Like, <laughs> um, so we wrote a few really quickly and but we had fans. It was like we had a sold out show mainly for Dave Barnes. But yeah. we had we had a crew of people that were like, We want to support you and it wasn't just our mom and like family. So we were like, Okay, maybe yeah. we should give this a shot. I expected nothing to happen and then once stuff started happening, I'm like, Well guys, I could quit any other kind of job. It's gonna work out now, right? Like <laughs> I could have moved to Nashville. Yeah, I think, I think we thought it would happen pretty quickly and it was a seven year Long journey to get where we are now. Yeah, for sure. I think that we started out. So our grandfather worked in publishing here in town, and and he did not work in specifically Christian music. And so we just wanted to walk through the doors that we feel like were being opened for us. And so the bulk of that seven years was us pursuing a career that we didn't necessarily we wouldn't have picked ourselves, but we just wanted to work hard. And then on the side leading worship, which was something we were really passionate about. And then after six and a half years of that, we met our now manager and he was like, I can't reconcile the two. You, you seem to really love leading worship and you don't really love this other. Why don't you just do Christian music? Cause that's what you grew up with. And that's what you yeah. listen to. I was going in and out of industry meetings, pretending to love these bands. I'm like, who are your influences? And I'm just like, Oh, you know, the classics, like got it written on my hand. Like, I don't know anything. <laughs> And so when we made the, the jump, like, you know what, Lord, we want to do this because we feel like you gave this to us. And if it never becomes something spectacular or, or riddled with some sort of fame, it's, we still will enjoy the process of, of making Christian music and singing it to you. Yeah. Um, and that was in December of 2018. And then January 17th, we had our first meeting with Provident Label Group, which is Sony's arm. And then we were offered in March. So for six years, we just, you know, walked head first through the weeds. And then it was like, well, how about you just step over here into this clear cut path? So um, I don't know. I My guess life has a, been drastically better. Yeah, I, guess. Been, I, I knew we were, I mean, right before we started doing Christian music, we had just dropped a lot of money on our own project of just like singer songwriter music. And I knew that we were just going to need to lay everything down but if I had known how great and how much fun and how much joy we were going to have, I would have been like, oh, I would have just had a burning party and just yeah. stopped all over. It's just so much better. So. But I guess for, for anybody watching or anybody that ends up watching, I, I do want to encourage you that now more than ever, worship leading can be what you thought your music career had. You don't have to split the two yeah. things. You don't have to live in this bipartisan sort of version of yourself because – I think that the industry and the world, people that aren't Christians are enjoying listening to worship music. And that, you know, people that would just claim to just be spiritual or just be this out of the other, whatever the worldview is, people are latching on to worship music. And so I think that being a worship leader is so important, even more so probably than just being an artist. So, yeah, that's awesome. It's, it can be hard to let go of like what you've had for so long and like switch paths, even if it's like, 
it's probably the right path, but also I don't know how to do that. So it's cool that you had somebody who just encouraged you to do that and you took the leap of faith and it worked out. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. I know you had your first EP then in March of this year, right? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. So what's the background on the EP? Are these like newer songs? Are they songs you've written before? Yeah. So once we got the offer, before we even signed anything, we were like, we're writing a song every day. We were just so excited that yeah. we we wrote um, 60 songs to pick six. Wow. And so we were just like ready. So they're, they're all newer songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it was pretty amazing after writing and turning in the first 30 they're like we don't have it <laughs> like oh, no. yeah, yeah. You, honestly after six years of that every meeting being like i know let's see what it is in six months then when we finally get a, a contract offer you feel like oh now it'll be different right and then our first song meeting rightfully so our people are like well hey we we love you guys, but we're not just gonna jump. Like, let's just make sure we got it. And we're so mad and so, <laughs> and we we go back out and write the other thirty, which I think either three or four of the six that made the record came out of that second batch. So yeah. it really was such a blessing to be pushed by our yeah. team, and and it built a lot of trust there because now yeah. when they when they say something to me, I it's like okay, you know, like, right. I, I don't know everything. Duh. Yeah, right. I love every song. I love every song. <laughs> Everything feels so hopeful, and I'm not tired of listening to it yet. So yeah, "Rise Up" is a good song. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, we went to that right, and we were so nervous because we like we hadn't written with Ethan Hulse yet. We were just like we wanted to impress him. At noon, we had nothing, and we were just about, we were like, oh my gosh, we don't want him to not write with us again, and we canned whatever we were working with, and we're like, let's just start over, and that's where "Rise Up." came from so it really was just like thank you god came from a, a place of let's start over so uh, for all my songwriter people out there sometimes sometimes give up on what you're doing and start <laughs> yeah i was digging through ethan's refrigerator eating mexican leftovers just sort of like i think this isn't gonna work like an hour later it was like yeah i think we should start over so um Thank you, thank first you. of all, for saying yeah, that. Thank you for listening to any of them. Um, yeah. sure. I had a, a friend of mine asked me what's been sort of the the most unique experience or the thing I didn't expect. And um, that's it. Anytime somebody tells me they're listening to, to music that I wrote and performed, I, I will never get over that feeling. Like on Instagram and somebody tags us and it's a church in Hawaii. And they did the most amazing cover of our song, Yes, You Can. And when you think about someone in Hawaii cares and listens to your music and wants and to put in the like so much effort. It's such it's a professional just, video. My sternum was like about to explode. <laughs> it was so nice. I'm hoping that our version of Never Lost made Elevation Worship feel like they were going to explode. Yeah. Like I hope that they love it and maybe get to hear it someday too. That would be cool. Oh, speaking of that, great job on the cover. I loved that as well. Um, I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. I like both versions that Elevation's done, the live with Torrin Wells and yes. the studio they came yeah. out with. The key change in the live version with Torrin Wells is Absolutely. Oh, I, I stood up the first, I was just listening yeah. like, while I was working yes. and I heard the key change and I was like, what? Uh, yeah. so, I stood up too, but I was driving. So I ended up just punching the gas. I was like, <laughs> 
no, it's that is incredible. And and Provident Torin's a, a Provident artist, and so yeah. Provident posted about our cover, and he commented on it. That was a really neat experience. Oh I think yeah, that's been the thing that has been so wonderful to me about being in, in Christian music. There's so many less gatekeepers. It really does feel so much like a community because when we were pursuing music before, it felt like there was F, D minus, D, D plus. There were all these levels that you had to get to. And then like like Madison said, we are brand new. No one has any reason to invest in us. And big name writers and producers are spending time with us. And people like Tornwells are commenting on videos. Like it really does feel like everybody is is running a relay, reaching back, trying to pull new artists forward. Yeah. That's been so encouraging. That's yeah. awesome. Well, how have the last like couple months been for you guys? Just like, it's been, uh, your EP perfect. came out like right when quarantine started, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, and you know what else? We were on tour with Zach oh. and We the Kingdom having the best five nights of our life. We, and then it all got shut down. It was down. like, we were at the point where it's like us and We the Kingdom were making like friendship bracelets on those. You know, it was just like, oh, spring long, we're all gonna hang out. Like, we had started this tradition where Zach, when he comes off the stage, like, we do this like, like dance spirit panel for him. And so I went from that to coming home and having absolutely nothing going on. We had three weeks of radio tour that got canceled. So our single went out with no promotion at all. I would just be checking the CDC website every 15 minutes. It felt like I was trying to will the tour back on. Yeah. And then once I finally realized that it was over, I just, I cried. Yeah, we went through all the stages pretty quickly. Denial was probably the one we were in the longest. <laughs> People would say, oh, I'm so sorry about the tour. I'm like, don't be sorry. Like, we're going to make Fear's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid of this fake virus. Like, we, I was completely just, like, in a haze yeah. about this. And our career has sort of operated like a slinky right now in the sense of Zach Williams and his group put us on tour before we had music out. We did not deserve that. Yeah. That was yes. a God-ordained deal. So then that caused us to have to release music. Then the tour gets postponed to the fall. Now the song's at radio. So we were out on tour with nothing and no reason for anybody to know us. And now we're getting a chance to to spend all this time online and getting to talk with people and engage. And then we'll get to go back out in the fall, Lord willing. And so it really the has... Are happening. So it feels more like it's going to happen. It's going to... Yeah. yeah. But I guess all that to, to say that Everything, again, right, just how God operates. Everything that I would have done it a different way, it is working out so much better because he is doing it his way. And so yeah. it, I feel like it's just preparing us. It's preparing our hearts to when a big decision comes down the road, I can remember this mm -hmm. and I can understand, like, okay, I did not orchestrate it then. I'm not in charge of it now. Yeah. And we're just going to yeah. continue to kind of run downhill here. So and it's, yeah. that, like, it's the same test. So before we started doing Christian music, the test was, will you let go of what's in your hands mm. and give it to God and do what he tells you to do? And then now, once you feel like you have good things in your hands, again, you have to say, like, will you let it go and do what he tells you to do? So I, I'm leading a Bible study here in July, and I'm trying to my best just to like, okay, don't just wait to get to go on the road again. We yeah. started really investing back in the worship team. Like we were leading worship before we left. So we were getting back in. And so it's just a it's just a process of saying, like, stay here, be here. Don't yeah. wish this time away. Yeah, it's been 
it's been just so different. I, I remember feeling that way too. Like, oh, we'll work from home for like a week and then we'll mm-hmm. go right back. Okay, yeah. we'll work from home for one more week. And then it was like, oh, right. we're going to be home for a month. Oh, we're going to be home for three months. It's like, now it's like, who knows when we're going back? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a hard adjustment. But that's cool to hear just like that you're not just waiting for the tour. It can be really easily to just focus on like, well, as soon as quarantine's done, like this is what we're doing. Like I've had, it's much different than a tour. But like, for example, I had, we had two vacations planned during this time. And so it was like, all right, we've got this look forward to and this look forward to. And then it was like, okay, well, they're done. But now we have another one scheduled for later in the fall. So now we're like yeah. looking forward to that. It's like, well, yeah. maybe we, there's a reason sure. to focus on right now and focus on mm. what's going on and be present. So yeah. I've learned a lot during these last three months. Yeah, same. Where were you vacationing? Uh, we were going to go to California near San Fran. And then we were yeah. going to go to... Um, Vegas with a couple other couples, my wife and I, for a few days. So. Where are you yeah. from originally? I'm from Michigan. I live in Chicago right now. Okay. okay. I was trying to place so your accent a little bit. Michigan. Sound <laughs> southern to you? Uh, a little, not uh, we were not, like, like, not a lot. lot. One of the things that we were fortunate to be able to do is we got to create a, a Bible plan for the Uversion app that, nice. that goes along with the song. And um, if if you click the little speaker icon, we'll read it to you. But oh, if you cool. click the speed and move it to 0.75, you can really hear the Alabama at <laughs> 0.75. That's so funny. You go in there and check that out. Um, yeah, what's the plan called? That's awesome. Oh, it's called Rise Up. I mean, we were like so pumped to get to do that. Because oh, yeah. I mean, we've been doing new version stuff forever. So. No, that's the thing I think I was most excited about is just that People are not fans of us per se. That's been so nice. Every night when we get off the stage with Zach Williams, it was always about how the song meant something, what the spirit was doing, what what God's doing in the earth. It wasn't so like, you guys are so good. And so I just am enjoying that part. I hope that these doors and these platforms where we can can create content like that and and just write about what's on our hearts and, and our struggles and how messy we are. And I think that's like that's so much more real than like, oh, let me put my beautiful filter on and, and make everything cool. Like, oh no, I use filters. Well, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, awesome. I looked at your website today, and I think it's cool that before we went on tour, we knew that we needed to learn how to do tracks and stuff, <laughs> but like had to figure. Could you all imagine if we didn't have the Rise Up Choir? We're just like Rise <laughs> Up. You have this thing called track rig, correct? Yeah. And it's kind of like we should have done that. We should and have gone to track rig. Yeah, we should have because it's the full setup of like what you need. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ah, that's we, funny. Cool. We spent about two full days just like trying to not kick our computer through the window, trying yeah. to figure out Ableton. Like, give me your, your spiel. I want to know. Yeah. Know if you track. need help, we make running tracks as easy as possible. That's like our goal for worship leaders is where we focus on. Love um, so we have our own software. That's like an app that you can use on an iPad, iPhone or Mac. And then also we do a lot with Ableton as well. So if you ever need help, um, definitely down to just give you pointers to help you get set up. That'd be, that'd be great. That's amazing. Okay. So for the the tour, I had, we had kind of like compressed each thing and I'm going to try like, do you know what I mean? Like make it to like a single track. 
Emma trying to be big girl and like Spread leave it them full. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get saying. So, like, have all the individual tracks and not just one file. Yeah, yeah. you can send them all to the board that way, separate. Um, and that's why you'd use track rig. So, wow. Okay, so we're gonna we're use gonna call, We'll call you after this. <laughs> yeah, do it. Talk about some stuff. Yeah, that's I'll, so cool. I'll you put you in touch with our hardware guy. That'd be great. But yeah, we like I said, we worked as worship leaders for a long time, and then again here in Nashville. And I will say, even in Nashville, where people are so talented and so capable, to have something like what you guys do just even further expedites. You're just you're giving people tools. You know what I mean? Even the most talented people, you're still being able to allow churches to function much more quickly and, and kind of rotate new players in and out. So it's so good i we appreciate so much what you guys do yeah thanks appreciate what you guys do love the music last question i have a lot of worship leaders want to write songs but don't know where to start and you guys i mean writing 60 songs in like 60 days like you guys know how to write songs do you have any tips just for a worship leader who's interested in songwriting but doesn't really know how to get started doing that I feel like worship writing is one of the most challenging from writing country and then just writing Christian music, writing yeah. worship music. I don't have tips. You have tips. Uh, if you find it hard to do, it's because it is. You're, sure, trying yeah. to take, you're trying to take scripture and put a new twist and do something that hasn't been done. And everyone's trying to do that. So, so um, I will say the one thing that I've done, what I wrote with my pastor, and we wrote a song about our spouse, but in the... Mm -hmm. In the way that it's sung, it sounds like the congregation can sing it to God. And so a lot of times I just have to bring it to something personal, like, a you know, a personal relationship with someone that you see. That's also how we should feel about God. But it's just so hard sometimes to write about someone invisible in a way. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, I don't know if that's going to help, but try to bring it to someone that you know. And yeah, that's really Because even your most strong feelings towards them, like, think about how God feels towards you. It's just, like, you can't even compare the two. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, I have another tip. I just remember this. So, I, a lot of time, and it's not always this way. Start where you feel inspired. But if you start in the chorus, if you get a good chorus, I like to draw lines out of the middle chunks of the chorus about, okay, which of these lines need to be expounded upon? And so you draw out. So it's like, okay, so for um, Rise Up, so it's like, uh, what do we have? Rise up, take your breath, your life, can't you hear the voice of Jesus? So it's like you draw out and say, okay, so where are you when you're hearing the voice of Jesus? In the dark and all alone, growing comfortable. So that's that's sort of how we structure writing to make sure it's all like. Right, you can read it from top to bottom and you it leads back to itself. I think for me, when I'm trying to write a worship song, the term we use a lot is vertical whenever we're writing with people. I want to make sure the language is vertical. So if it's personal and you're writing about someone or something and you can have a conversation with God, but also from a congregation standpoint, anything that is very, God, you are this, you are this to me, this is what you, you know, anything that is singing up to heaven or coming down from heaven, I think tends yep. to land well in a worship setting. And then also for me, the challenge, I want to impress people. And so I try to make, I want to, do the most impressive melody, but in reality, your congregation a lot of times is composed of people that don't think of themselves as singers. But if you can if you can write a melody that feels attainable and achievable, then you can go ad lib and you can do other stuff on the side. But when you're 
coming up with a worship melody, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to keep it really simple. Don't be afraid to, to revisit similar notes and patterns because that way on a Sunday morning, people come in and they feel after one time through, they feel like they know it and they feel yeah. comfortable. So. Maybe the yeah. ticket is like inviting your mother or like a weird uncle to the right. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, can he sing this? Yeah. Right. And if he can, that's a winner. That's awesome. Those are great tips. Yeah, sometimes I'll walk into church <laughs> and the first song, my voice won't be warmed up. The first song's in a key that I cannot get to. And I'm like, well, I just kind of have to stand here till my voice warms <laughs> up. Yeah. Well, that's great for everybody watching. You can get the master tracks for Kane's cover of Never Lost right now on Loop Community. Um, so make sure you get those um, and you can lead the song at your church. Um, thank you guys just for everything and for letting us get to know you. Um, it's awesome to hear your story and just encouraging to hear how you took the leap of faith towards pursuing Christian music. And yeah, excited to see what's next for you guys. We thank you so much, and uh, thanks for for being the most recent someone to take a chance on us. Thanks for being We're going to call you to Do it. Do it. I'll, I'll send you guys a DM right after this. All right. See you guys. Thanks for joining us on the Loop Community Podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.